0: The sounds of classical Chinese music have roots that stretch back many thousands of years. In each episode of Chords of China, we profile a classical Chinese instrument. You'll hear from the musicians who've mastered them, and the artists who've been inspired by them. And we'll cross the borders of nations and cultures to hear from composers bridging the gap between Eastern and Western musical traditions. Just search for Chords of China on Apple Podcasts.
1: Hi friends, it's good to have you again. I am Jade. In this episode of Chords of China, I'm going to introduce you a plucked string instrument, the Pi Pa. Being regarded as the king of Chinese classical instruments... It is known for its expressiveness and the wide range of its sound. It can not only deliver emotions, but can also describe scenes. Sometimes it's aggressive and powerful. At other times, it's tender and romantic. standing in ensemble, and it's expressive in solo. All in all, it's an incredible storyteller. Joining us today is the world-class pipa instrumentalist Zhao Tong. She's going to demonstrate how the pipa tells stories at her hands. And let's find out why the pipa is considered one of the coolest instruments in China.
2: The pipa is an instrument which has great character. It can play
1: anything. That's a very bold claim. But how, I wonder. I suppose she would say that perhaps the instrument can delicately depict common emotions that people experience, such as sadness and happiness. But I never expected that I would be brought back to a battlefield from 2,200 years ago by her music. This is about the Chu Han contention, a battle between the forces of Liu Bang and Xiang Yu. The battle concluded with victory for Liu Bang, who proclaimed himself emperor of China and founded the Han dynasty. Unfortunately for Xiang Yu, he was on the losing end. With the triumph of the victor, the desolate and solemn scenes of the defeated come.
2: Despite losing the battle, he is still a hero. When King Chu doffs his armor, there is downcast in spirit. Listen to the major chord.
1: Losing the battle, Xiang Yu felt ashamed and was going to commit suicide. Before doing so, he went to his loved one to say
2: goodbye. In the scene of Parting Forever, he is saying goodbye to his beloved. As he cannot bear to leave, he looks back at his love with each step he takes. Listen to the expressiveness of the plucked instrument.
1: one of the masterpieces written for the pipa, entitled King Chu Doffs His Armour, which provides a vivid depiction of the battle from the perspective of the defeated army in the form of a musical narrative. With the same subject matter as King Chu Doffs His Armour, another classical piece for the pipa, Ambushed from All Sides, gives a view of the battle from the aspect of the victory army. Let's experience the fierce and stirring scenes of the battle from the perspective of the victor now. The army of Liu Bang is beating the drum. They start to ambush, secretly. Their battle steeds are running, while some of the horses are stuck in mire. Battle cries and the sound of weapons colliding are heard. Finally, the force of Liu Bang won. There is a Chinese saying that victory and defeat are both common in a battle. For the pipa, both victory and defeat can be depicted vividly as something very common. You may have noticed that it's very difficult to hum the melody while experiencing the battle scene in these distinct musical pieces. This is exactly what makes the pipa unique and makes Chinese classical music an ingenious anomaly. A wide variety of performance techniques of the pipa is brought into full expression in the piece ambushed from all sides. It produces a majestic and passionate narrative, which is sharp in artistic image, exalting in melody and ultimately thrilling. The difficulty of the piece ensures that it can be played almost exclusively by virtuosos. The pipa is the only Chinese traditional instrument named after its performing skills. The name Pi Pa is made up of two Chinese syllables. Pi is to strike outward with the right hand, and Pa is to pluck inward towards the palm of the hand. This is how the Pi Pa was named.
2: In Chinese, it's called Tan Tiao. These two methods are the most basic techniques. Lun 轮指 means plucking the strings using all five fingers, starting from the index and ending with the thumb. Lun pertains to a wheel, so this skill resembles a rotary movement of the fingers. Another playing technique called sao or rapid strong, in which a finger is used to slide from the right to the left side or in the reverse direction,
1: is employed to express fewer things, such as a battle. Playing the pipa requires extremely complicated performing techniques by instrumentalists. It is well documented that over 60 different techniques have been developed through the centuries. These techniques help to present historical stories, spectacular natural scenery and exquisite emotion. The left-hand techniques are important for the expressiveness of pipa music. They produce vibrato, glissando, pizzicato and harmonics that can also be found in violin and guitar. The pipa has over 2,000 years of history. Although the instrument has told many Chinese historical stories and undergone profound development in the country, it was actually originated in the Middle East and later introduced into China. The pipa reached its height of popularity during the Tang Dynasty, which is about 1,300 years ago. It was a major musical instrument in the imperial court at that time. That's also why the pipa is frequently seen in the poetry of the Tang dynasty. Here is how the ancient Chinese poet Bai Ju Yi depicts the delicacy of the pipa sound in his poem.
0: The bold strings thumped like splatters of sudden rain. The fine strings hummed like the whispers of lovers. Chattering and pattering, pattering and chattering. Like pearls, large and small, cascading on a plate of jade.
2: As what Chinese poet Bai Juyi has described, the sound of the pipa is like many large and small pearls falling on a plate of jade. The expressiveness of the instrument is marvelous. Sometimes it can be very beautiful and graceful, and sometimes it can display a war with explosive power.
1: Over the centuries, the pipa has undergone a number of developments. In the Tang dynasty, fingers replaced the pick as the standard technique for playing the pipa in order to produce mellow and soft timber. During the 1950s, the traditional silk strings were substituted for metal ones. It resulted in making the sound brighter and stronger. Moreover, the way of playing the pipa has also undergone changes. Nowadays, performers hoe the pipa in a vertical or near-vertical fashion. But in ancient times, the pipa was held in a horizontal position, like the guitar, since the instrument was often played while on horseback. Today, a lot of Chinese instrumentalists, including Zhao Zhong have been engaging in many efforts to help the ancient instrument become more accepted and favored by today's listeners.
2: Give a brand new concept or image to the ancient instruments. It's very important to understand our past for today's Chinese people. Our country has a really long history. Some people say that one cannot make changes to what our ancestors have left for us. But I think for those real precious legacies, it will be kept forever. If anything is forgotten or discarded during its evolution, it must be something without vitality. Today's pop will probably become the classic of tomorrow. Perhaps that's why our newly adapted piece, Ambush from All Sides, is still favoured by today's listeners.
1: Song believes music is a language, but sometimes listeners don't necessarily understand the local language. Therefore, instrumentalists must use international language to communicate.
2: People often say any item of national significance can be liked by the world. But I believe items that haven't undergone the process of globalization can only be accepted by their own nation. Owning after the items are globalized, will the world like them? When it comes to world music, there are some common characteristics. That's why we've adapted some traditional musical pieces. The newly adapted Ambush from All Sides made its debut in South Korea. We thought the piece has already adapted into something fashionable. However, one of the viewers came to me with tears in his eyes saying he was moved by the thousand-year culture behind the music.
1: Xiao Zong has not only been striving for the common language to connect ancient instruments and today's melody, but also been seeking for the common language to tell the story of China on international stage. She has graced audiences of China's big diplomatic events on numerous occasions. In 2016, Zhao's traditional pipa solo, The River by Night in Spring, kicked off the G20 Summit Ghana. Along with adapting the ancient musical pieces, Zhao Cong also tried to compose new melodies for the pipa. In 2014, inspired by China's Belt and Road Initiative, she completed her first pipa composition, Flying Fairies of the Silk Road. While composing the piece, Zhao visited Dunhuang Grotto to seek inspiration. The grotto contains the greatest number of murals, depicting more than 6,000 musical instruments that appeared throughout China's history. Zhao finally got her inspiration from the figure of a dancing instrumentalist, who not only played the pipa conventionally, but also behind her back.
2: I think the Dunhuang Mura is a gem of Chinese historical art. The figure of dancing instrumentalist is symbolic of its legacy. Whenever I imagine this fairy, I always envision a beam of light and hear a very unique sound. It was then that I discovered the pipa has the capability to reproduce this sound.
1: This melody tends to take listeners back to 1300 years ago on the journey exploring Dunhuang, the crucial crossroads along the Silk Road, which connected China, Central Asia and Europe in ancient times. Different from the traditional way of composing for the pipa, Zhao included modern musical instruments in her piece. She says instrumentalists have advantages when it comes to composing.
2: The biggest advantage for instrumentalists when composing is that there is no constraint or limitation. I can free my mind when composing. The only thing I should do is to express myself. It was not easy due to the fact that I was never formally trained in musical composition. But as an instrumentalist, I'm familiar with what potential the pipa possesses. I set a target for myself that I wanted to create a modern pipa experience. It must be beautiful, melodic in a modern sense,
1: and be relatively complicated to perform. Like many other instrumentalists, she says the instrument has become an essential part of her life.
2: I feel that the pipa is another me, but also a part of my body. I can express myself with it, and it's an integral part of my life.
1: Zhao started learning the pipa when she was a child but admits there were times when she felt lost.
2: Every musician has a growing process. Upon graduation from university, I craved for something new after learning so many years of traditional music and culture. Lao Luo and her wife Gong Ling are my friends. At that time, I told them I feel lost. I remember they suggested turning back to look for your tradition when you don't know where to go. Then I went to learn traditional music and culture. I suddenly realized, wow, our tradition is absolutely
1: amazing. Then I figured out where I should go. The friend Zhao Cong mentions is Robert Zolish, known in China as Lao Luo. Coming from Germany, he is a composer and producer of Chinese music. He has been striving to bring Chinese music to the world stage over the past two decades. In his musical piece, Spirit of Chivalry, he made a quartet with the pipa as the lead instrument. From this musical piece, you can hear the pipa, Chinese sheng, Western fiddle and cello. Now let's find out how the pipa plays the leading role in such an ensemble. The combination with
0: string quartet makes it very smooth. The pipa can stick out, it's a great solo instrument with a string quartet, and the sounds merge perfectly because the pipa has its very distinct sound. That's a great thing with a string quartet, it's a kind of ensemble sound which merges totally together that you feel it's one thing. I really love this combination and so in, in this piece, I think I must say I'm a little bit proud of that piece is really a nice way to to showcase the peeper in a very contemporary way.
1: When asked which traditional peeper musical piece is his favourite, he says it's ambush from all sides.
0: I don't tend to have favorite pieces because mm-hmm. there are so many great music. But if you, if you talk about pipa music, Shemian Maifu, would you translate it? Surrounded by all sides. This is really one of these pieces where the pipa sounds in a very special way. It's extremely expressive and powerful.
1: The most notable commonality that I've noticed between Zhao Zhong and her friend Lao Law is that both of them deeply love Chinese music and hope to bring it to the world. However, there is still a long way to go. Wang Yebin is a pipa tutor at a primary school. She helps to teach a new generation of pipa players across China. Although there's a greater interest in the pipa compared to other traditional Chinese instruments, it still lags behind Western instruments in popularity. My students are from different generations. The youngest are roughly six or seven years old, and some adults are in their thirties. Pipa is not a popular instrument, but compared to other obscure instruments like the ruan and the yueqin, the number of pipa learners is higher. Nine-year-old primary school student Kong Wei Yi is learning the pipa with teacher Wang. Let's practice the basic playing techniques first. Show me how to do tán and tiao. The young student said she got to know the instrument thanks to her school's elective pipa class. When I was in second year, my school started to offer an elective pipa
2: course. And now I have been learning the pipa for about a year. I feel that playing the pipa releases the pressure of studying. I often play it when I want to take a
1: break from doing my homework. Western classical music is increasingly popular in China, and a lot of young people have taken to studying it. That makes some people worried about the future of traditional Chinese music. But thanks to the enthusiasm of youngsters like Kong Wei Yi, there is still a bright future ahead for instruments like the pipa. And that's all for this episode of Cords of China. If you've enjoyed it, please give us a rating and leave your review. The more stars you give us, the easier it'll be for other people to find this series. And I hope you'll join me again for another episode of Chords of China.
0: This has been a China Plus production. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe to the podcast for free. If you have any comments about the episodes, just send us an email. Podcast at cri.com.cn. Podcast at cri.com.cn. We're also on Facebook and Twitter at China Plus News. China, China Plus.